Welcome to Neighbor to Neighbor, a podcast focused on highlighting extraordinary individuals and organizations making an impact in our community. Neighbor to Neighbor is produced by WeQ, a not-for-profit cooperative credit union based in Bellingham, Washington. There's a funny little thing that people say when they're talking about getting away from it all and escaping. They say, I'm going to run away and join the circus. Well, now that's actually not such a crazy idea because Bellingham has its own circus. And when you think circus, don't think elephants. Instead, think art. My name is Keith Mater, and on this episode of Neighbor to Neighbor, I sit down with Dream Fro. Dream is an incredibly talented aerialist in the Bellingham Circus Guild. Well, Dream, thank you for taking the time to join me today. <laughs> Why don't we just start off by just doing a quick overview. What is the Bellingham Circus Guild? Um, the Bellingham Circus Guild, um, our group that maintains a facility um, for the purpose of training, teaching, and performing circus arts, um, hoping to give um, the community a way to be part of that and those of us that are pursuing circus arts a place to train. Cool. And it's located? It's located in Fairhaven, at the bottom of um, Harris Street and 6th. I think we should just get it out there, because when most people think of circus, they might have a very different picture in their head than what it is that you guys do. So probably no elephants. Right. (laughs) No animals at our space. Um, We're more in the new circus genre so um mostly just human skills (laughs) um some kind of clown and acting and then acrobatics and aerial arts um yeah and because we're all just members of the circus guild people do a very wide array of stuff we don't um the guild itself doesn't require them to be in any specific thing so people get to work on what they want so there's not like one head honcho who's like, I need another clown for my act. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, yeah, we all just get to get to focus on what, what we're best at and what we're interested in. Cool. And, what, and you're a part of it. You're a performer. I'm a performer and a teacher. Um, I do aerial arts um, Aer- almost solely. Um, aerial arts meaning? Uh, anything that is connected to an apparatus in the air. Okay. My feet are not on the ground most of the time. Like, sometimes they are like the trapeze <laughs> like a trapeze um yeah that's the thing that most people are familiar with aerial silk um or aerial fabric i call it um and then i specialize in aerial hoop which is like a metal ring um hung from the ceiling um yeah so you have trapeze and then aerial silk and clowns what other kind of acts um yeah anything that's kind of in the air with an apparatus is in the genre of aerial arts and then there's um clowns we've had a slack rope walker um who is off on tour right now um various jugglers different things like that um that's 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 the main i'm curious about your story i'm sure we can kind of talk more about the guild and like what kind of performances and when all that kind of stuff but i wanted to dive into your story how do you get into aerial arts in the first place um well there are lots of ways (laughs) my my way was weird 
Uh, I was a gymnast when I was a kid. Um, not a particularly good one, <laughs> um, but I was really into it. And then took, you know, graduated high school and took a bunch of years off to do other stuff. Um, had a kid, and when my child was um, about six, he went to a new school that um, had a little bit of a circus arts program. Mm. Um, mostly just one of the parents was a juggler and kind of ran this after-school program for the kids that my son did. And then after a while, the teacher invited the parents to come in if they wanted to and play on some of the equipment. And I was like, woo! <laughs> that sounds right up my alley. Uh, and I guess I had seen, I'd seen a circus show like somewhere in there a couple years before that and been like, that's some, that looks awesome. Um, in the Bellingham Circus Guild? No, it was pre-Guild. Okay, somewhere else. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I, I saw a Dream Science Circus show, which was... Um, what predated the... What predated the Guild. Um, yeah, a group of folks, They and they would tour a show. I saw it in, like, in eastern Washington. Oh, somewhere. gotcha. Uh, yeah, so I had seen them and been excited about it, but not, you know, known how to be part of it at all. And then so I started... Um, doing circus a little bit with my friend Jason Quick. Got into it. We were, you know, had a small group of us that would get together periodically, but we didn't know anything about what we were doing. We were just playing on the equipment and trying to figure it out. And then I started going to Juggle Club, which um, they told me about, um, which it was then hosted at the somewhere at Western. Um, and so I met people there that were juggling and they also did some acrobatic stuff. And so I kind of started playing around with a group of folks doing that stuff. Um, and at that time I was really sure that I didn't ever want to perform. I was like <laughs> having a lot of fun doing it, but was terrified, terrified of performing. And so I was always really clear, like that isn't what I want to do. Uh, and then at some point got, you know, got better at it, was doing stuff with another partner. And he at some point was like, we have this opportunity to do a show if you ever want to and um, tucked me into it. Probably wasn't that hard, but <laughs> I was really nervous. Um, and so we did that show. And uh, some of the people from Dream Science Circus happened to come to that show and then invited us to do another show. Um, and it kind of just went from there. <laughs> kind of grew from there yeah, for you. You kind of got more comfortable. So I, yep, and I started performing with them fairly regularly, doing acrobatics. And then um, the guy that I was mainly doing acrobatics with um, left town. And then I was on my own. I was like, what do I do now? And so I started doing aerial work after that. Cool. Um, so like from your son's stuff, to like visiting the club, to being like, I'm not performing. Okay, fine, I'm performing. <laughs> yeah, basically got dragged, dragged along the way. And then, and then I was sold. <laughs> cool. And how long have you been doing it for? I've been doing Ariel for probably 11 years, 11 or 12 years. And then, yeah, acrobatics a little longer than that. Cool. And acrobatics means? Tumbling, um, a lot of part, partner acrobatics, like stacking people you know standing on people's shoulders that kind of stuff Ooh, that's fun <clears throat> cool. like extremely cheerleading um <laughs> <just it> is, <laughs> <laughs> it's some of the things that cheerleaders do are is 
our acrobatics in and that our partner acrobatics. Um, yeah, so there's some crossover for sure. Awesome. Okay. Um, so tell me more about the Circus Guild. So you are in Fairhaven, you have these different acts, and obviously you're putting on performances. Mm-hmm. From time to time. Um, so the guild started, came out of Dream Science Circus. Um, we, way back, I think it was 2007, we um, were putting on a sh- like a theater show, and we didn't up uh, pre that we didn't have a place to perform. So in the like we rigged from trees and <laughs> not that I'm recommending that. Uh, you like doing trapeze from trees. We did. That sounds <laughs> awesome and super it's dangerous. dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we didn't have a steady place to rehearse in the winter. Um, and then when we started putting together the show, we realized that we need we needed that. I mean, anyone <laughs> would need that. Uh, so we rented a space for a few months. And then after that show came and went, we all were like, this is great having our own space. Um, so we just all pitched in to continue renting the space. And that's how the guild started. Um, and at some point, Dream Science backed out of that and it kind of became its own its own entity. And we've been going ever since. Cool. And what kind of performances do you guys do? Is it just is it on a regular um, basis? Do you have like theme shows? How does that work? Both. Um, we ever more or less since we started with, within the first year, we started the show called Vud Villingham, and that is kind of a monthly open stage variety show. Um, it's all volunteer. It's just all the proceeds go to maintain our space and keep us going and that show anyone in the community can perform in basically you just you know apply online and you're more or less in no matter what you do anyone from the community yep like i kind of want to do this exactly what okay so it's like it's like a performance art open mic okay um do you get like random acts absolutely what are what are some interesting (laughs) acts that you've seen that you're like oh okay sure um, Welcome I to mean, the show. Anything and everything, like you know, there's kids per kids doing being on stage for the first time. There's you know people trying out their magic act, um, you know that they've been performing at parties or, you know, and then there's also professional folks like us or professional folks coming through town that do that come and be part of it. Um, yeah, I mean it's a great place to try out new work. Uh, one of the rules is that you can't ever do the same act at that show Ooh, again so fun. we always it always has to be new yeah and we have singer songwriters we have folks that are yeah making dance and so musical artists as well sometimes mm-hmm, sometimes interesting uh, we we encourage it towards circus because there's a lot of music open mics but yeah. um and we don't have the you know the sound system is not super great at our space but um yeah, I mean it's kind of anything and everything, and it's more or less uncensored. Like we don't we don't pre-screen the acts or anything, so we never know what's going to happen. But if we you know if it's likely to be inappropriate, we put it in the later show. Ah, gotcha. Um, lots, you know. Yeah, we don't. We say you never know what you're going to get, and you don't. But we also try to be respectful and make it a show that's going to be fun for people to watch well this is fascinating i'm sure (laughs) i'd love to just learn more about this so i'm sure you've had some people that came up and it wasn't exactly what you would consider a headliner act or like maybe wasn't good um yeah i mean 
it's about people trying out new stuff. So yeah. it's not, I mean, we don't sell it as a pro- polished show. It's not supposed to be that. Yeah. Um, we want people to be able to, yeah, to feel free to try out stuff that, you know, might be pushing their comfort zones, might not be polished. Um, <clears throat> our audiences are really sweet and awesome and great. Okay. Uh, and so I, I hope that people feel safe to, you know, to try new stuff and not be perfect. So, so even if it may be a dud, they're still supported. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. What a good atmosphere. And so that's about Billingham, and that happens the 15th yeah. of every month at 7 and 9 p.m. And then we also put on polished, more produced shows throughout the year. Um, our next one coming up is the Halloween show. Um, it's the last week of October. Ooh. Um, what? Uh... And those shows are curated. Okay. Um, and the acts will be professional. So when it's a Halloween show, mm-hmm. what does that look like? What makes it um, a Halloween show? Well, generally the acts are Halloween themed in some way. Um, <clears throat> it's kind of a loose theme. Try not, you know, we try to make it friendly for all audiences. So we try not to like make it super scary or anything, but there'll be, you know, the Halloween characters. <laughs> um, like Scream? Uh... I would think that's scarier than what our show is like. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, like, you know, I mean, just like typical Halloween costume oh, characters. Oh, I see. Okay, just kind of like anything. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know, you know, I don't know the acts that are going to be in this show yet because I'm not a producer of it, but... Um, are you going to be in it? I will be in it. What are you going to dress up as? Uh, I think my character is going to be ghostly. Ghostly? <laughs> Interesting. Kind of like up in the skies. Something like that. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Do you guys ever have, like, fog that you bring in the air or, like, any effects? Or is it just kind of, like... Um, all sorts of things happen, (laughs) Um, depending on the show, depending on the act. Like, if somebody gets excited about something and is able to make it happen, usually people are down to do it. Um, So, yeah, there's been lots of different... Like lighting, Um, what are examples of that? Bubbles? lighting. There has been bubbles. Bubbles. There has been fog. (laughs) Nice. Cool. It sounds like... Kind of just the nature of it being all volunteer, the acts. Uh, not at our produced shows. Okay. Only at Vaudevillingham. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but just the nature of it kind of being an artistic community, you kind of get a lot of different stuff and a lot of variety and always kind of something new. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we have the last couple of years we've had the Halloween show for a produced show and then we have a Valentine's Day show, which is Valentine's themed, <laughs> generally, and we try to. Uh, and depending on who's producing each show, the show will have a you know distinct feel, kind of of what that person is looking for. Um, the Halloween the you know, Halloween show tends to be silly, pretty light. Uh, the Valentine show tends to be pretty eclectic and try not to focus on like the cookie cutter version of Valentine's Day. We try to think about like love in all of its, <laughs> um, you know, in all of its guises and make it a little, have a little more depth. Like heartbreak? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. All the, all the things. All the things. <laughs> love is lots of things. Yeah. Um, and then we usually have an aerial showcase, which is just, just aerialists. Um, basically getting to that show is more focused on the aerial getting to do the work that they really want to do because we often you know like need to fit ourselves into a theme Mm. of this or that show Mm -hmm. and sometimes you just want to do 
<laughs> what, what you want to do. What's the work um, that you want to do that you don't get to do? Like what, um, what comes out of that? I mean, in anything and everything, I, I don't feel super limited generally. Um, but you know, some might, maybe you want to do something weird or maybe you want to try a different apparatus that you don't normally do or what's weird. Um, something that's less like mainstream and sellable, like something that is uh, maybe more personal or more you know, like an, an act or like a yeah, f- like an act. okay. So like the music that goes with it, maybe is the weirder, music and or... maybe your movement is weirder. Maybe you're, um, yeah. I mean, there's like a, a mainstream quality of Ariel mm-hmm. um, that I don't know tends towards tense towards light and sexy and you know i don't know or maybe you want to do something sexier i don't know people want to do so lots like of weird things. is like dark and unsexy maybe okay <laughs> <laughs> nice. um and I, I mean i'm also don't like i don't feel like the show is particularly weird <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to make that the focus of it uh it's just not having to craft yourself to any particular theme right like just getting to make the work that is whatever cool. is what you're the most excited about it's at like that the moment. the passion of aerialists is on display. Whatever yes. that may look like. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Well, interesting. What has been the act of the show that you've been most excited about um, that you just thought was the most fun to be a part of or just the most impressive or amazing? Now, I've had certainly some highlight performing experiences for myself, um, ones that just felt you know, I felt super present, um, felt really connected with the audience, um, felt like I was, you know, showing. What were those? Um, I think one of the aerial showcases a couple years ago, um, I did an act that felt really raw to me, uh, and I felt really well received and felt like I was able to connect with the audience in a way that felt really genuine kind and I you appreciated pulled, that you put something personal into it kind yeah. of thing um, you didn't know how people would respond <laughs> but they responded well right okay uh, that um, I mean I, I think we in general I mean a, a lot of our shows have that feel I think um, and as I've you know grown as a performer I feel better and better at creating that for myself and the audience hopefully um yeah i mean i don't think i could i in my experience our shows have gotten better and better um and and hopefully (laughs) they'll continue to so i i have um you know like i've been performing with a lot of these folks for quite a few years now and watching them grow and watching myself grow and being able to like put on a show that i think is really good um has been awesome and it's just um, gotten more and more that way. Cool. When was a time when you were just kind of like impressed and like uh, in awe of whether it was somebody else's act or something that was very emotionally connecting or just, you know, whatever that may be. (laughs) I mean, I feel like that all the time. (laughs) Um, I mean, that's part of what circus is about. I get to hang out with these people that are amazing, you know, and doing things that like none of us thought or were possible and then especially you know being an aerialist and knowing how hard it is um you know i feel in awe of my friends and performers constantly it seems 
ridiculous to have a specific scenario because it happens like basically every day. What was the last one? What was the last time that it happened? Um, I just was in Thailand doing some um, training in the beginning of the summer and I was got to be part of a show there where um, yeah and so I mean seeing um, I was working on working on aerial straps which is a different apparatus it's just these two hand loops and that's new to me so everything was really really hard (laughs) and getting to see some of the people there just like do the craziest things (laughs) I was super impressed and then I come back home and I see my friends you know like coming back and like working on this new stuff that is like equally impressive and knowing you know like knowing where they started and seeing what what they're doing now that is just like not anyone anything they ever thought they'd be doing um yeah and i mean my students like yeah it happens happens every day okay you went to thailand mm-hmm. to study yeah um i i'm more or less a almost <laughs> a totally self-taught circus person um I, you know when i was starting out there you know, there were classes to be taken, but not here. Um, and I mostly, you know, I developed my work like by myself in the warehouse, certainly had a lot of influence from friends. I know a lot of talented people and was able to glean a lot from them. Um, but I didn't have a lot of traditionally traditional coaching. Um, and then over the last few years, I've gotten just a little bit here and there. Um, and that led me to realize how awesome coaching can be. Um, and so I connected with this woman, Chloe Farrat, um, and went and got some coaching from her in Thailand. Um, is she based in Thailand? No, she's based in Montreal, which is kind of the circus hub of Montreal the is? world. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Cirque du Soleil. Um, that's part of it. Okay. There's a lot of companies that have come out of there. Um, there's a big school there. Um, wow. Yeah. So she just went to Thailand and you're like, uh, she goes, she travels all over, but she happened to be in Thailand during that time. Um, and takes on a couple of students while she's there. Oh, interesting. Um, and so, yeah, I went and studied with her for a bit. Um, came back and I've been flailing at all that stuff that I learned. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's cool though. So she's like this amazing teacher and you got to spend some time with her she happened to be in Thailand, and you got to see Thailand, I'm I sure. Did. A big, big a trip bit, for you. Big trip. Um, I was mostly in Bangkok. Um, I mean, only in Bangkok. Um, but yeah, got to meet circus folks there. Yeah. Is circus pretty amazing in Thailand? Circus is amazing everywhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, there was a, a sweet scene there, and the studio was fun and you know well-organized. I loved, loved the folks that ran the studio. Okay, so I guess circus, geographically speaking, you said Montreal is the capital of circus. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of places that have thriving circus scenes, but I think most like people where? would agree. I don't know anything about thriving circus scenes um, anywhere. So, <laughs> Well, in the U.S., Seattle has actually got a lot going on. Oh. Um, there's a school in San Francisco. There's a school in Vermont. Um, 
and then there's a lot of smaller studios, you know, and network in most, um, you know, all major cities, lots of smaller cities that have studios, um, and they all, you know, it's a small enough world that we all kind of feel connected, those of us that travel. That's cool. Um, have you traveled that. to the other cities and, um, I mean, experience there's there? probably circus in almost every city. Um, See, that's a, but, that's a fascinating statement. There's probably circus in... I mean, I think a lot of people, and perhaps I'm just not in touch, but I would think a lot of people are like, there's a circus in Bellingham. Yeah, I mean, certainly a lot of people don't know about it. So us. there's a circus in um, every city. I mean, maybe not every city. But, Linden and Circus. Bellingham is a, for having su- such a thriving scene, is a small town to have such a thriving scene. We're really lucky to and have. Where does that come from? What we have. Um, I mean, a lot of people just doing it. It's a really supportive community. Um yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's just a little bit of magic here. <laughs> there's there's magic here. <laughs> Interesting. So, and you think it kind of grows out of, like, some passionate people that bred more passionate people, mm-hmm. and then it's just kind of a culture of passionate people doing sweet circus stuff. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, interesting. Okay, I got to ask this question. Have you seen The Greatest Showman? I have not. You haven't seen The Greatest Showman? <laughs> no. It's an epic circus movie. <laughs> While different circus, you haven't seen it. Okay, that's maybe. Um, but have you seen a bump? Have you seen people like, you know what? I was curious um, about circus after I saw this movie, or is, I, is that a thing? I guess, I, certainly I've heard people talking about that movie, so probably it did have an impact. Um, I think circus has been growing, you know, certainly since I got into it over the last 10 years. It's been huge, the amount of growth that Locally or just had. in general? In general, I yeah. think it's just becoming more more prevalent. More people are interested in it. Um, studios are growing. Where does that come from? Um, I don't know. It's cool, and so people are into it. <laughs> so it's growing, maybe um, not necessarily due to The Greatest Showman. <laughs> right. It was growing before that. I mean, I think probably the growth contributed to the fact that The Greatest Showman got made, ah. and then that made it available to a wider audience. Interesting. Um, That's cool. Yeah, but not having seen it, I don't know the effect that it had. So you guys don't sing while you're performing. Some people do. Ah, <laughs> see, that's I think that's interesting. I mean, obviously, a lot of the t- a lot of the questions I'm asking you, I'm like, so give me an example, and you're like, well, it's kind of hard because it's always different. Yeah, I mean, whenever I I feel really impressed by anyone act- doing what I would consider real aerial and singing, like that's almost impossible and <laughs> at the same time. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often, but people do it. Um, I am breathing like crazy when I'm doing my work, so I could not sing, <laughs> or it'd be really hard. I bet I can't really say that I've seen much aerial, but I can imagine it's quite a workout. It is. <laughs> Hardest thing I've ever done. My goodness. And so you probably, it's kind of like your workout, like your yeah. yep. cardio <laughs> and muscle workout. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, it takes your whole body. <laughs> Crazy. Being on board, for sure. I think there's like probably gyms somewhere where they do kind of the fabric-y. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, aerial silk or aerial, aerial silk. fabric, I call it. Gotcha. So if somebody were considering, I might be curious to come out and see one of your shows. Mm-hmm. What would you tell them to expect about maybe one of your more curated performances? Um, Let's see. There's 
Um, there's always a variety, uh, except for the aerial showcase, which is all aerial. There's always a variety of different kinds of acts. Like, you know, it, I don't know what they're going to be in any particular show, but, you know, juggling and aerial and, you know, maybe some acrobatics, maybe some other, you know, clowning kind of acts, maybe some dance or, you know, just something. Um, is the clowning, mm-hmm. is it what you think of when you think of clowning? Um, clowning is a really wide genre of things, you know, like the, the clown that you picture that's like scary and has a red nose. Um, that is one kind of clowning. <laughs> Which <laughs> but does take place. Yeah, I would say that, I mean, certainly that takes place. I would say that there's less of that okay. at our, in our shows. And more of... And, um, I mean, it, it can be so many things, it's hard to say. I mean, usually those acts are funny. Um, a lot of physical comedy, um, maybe less talking, um, maybe some miming, maybe... Um, I mean, the best clown acts in my experience are, you know, they are funny and beautiful and moving. Um, I can't even picture what that, what <laughs> yeah, that looks like, to... but it sounds cool. <laughs> So you're not less scary, more (laughs) moving. Um, I mean, that's what I like. That's what I like in a piece of art. Like, I like it to have, like, create the opportunity for me to have lots of different kinds of emotions. Cool. Um, Even a juggling act? Emotional juggling act? (laughs) They can. Man. See, I just, I must just not have the context or something, but that's, that sounds cool. Um, I mean, just in the way that, like... Dance can be a lot of different things. Right. Like dance right. can be moving right. um, in ways that are hard to explain. Um, you know, just I mean, for me, it's like you know, I mean, number one, watching the human body do these things that are incredible is, you know, creates this um, drama. But then also, just like it can be so beautiful. Like just, I mean, sometimes the simplest things, like watching someone's hand move slowly, is just like captivating and breathtaking um for reasons that are hard to explain um but yeah fascinating it's hard to talk about (laughs) because it's so many different things and it's uh it's almost like something you have to experience to understand yeah so so somebody comes they'll see a variety of acts hard to nail down what that looks like but these different types of acts um hour and a half what um, uh usually yeah they will come there's a lot of people there's usually some entertainment uh like you know wandering performers out in the crowd when we're getting ready or when people are waiting in line and then they sit down the show starts there's usually an MC um who kind of you know introduces things they may or may not like actually introduce the act but they're kind of creating a through line character um and yeah, then you just <laughs> sit back and see enjoy. What you get. Yep. See what you get. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Cool. Um, I mean, again, we tend to try it like we're crying, trying to create an experience that is enjoyable <laughs> for people. Um, we'll, we have kids that are, or, sorry, we have shows that are more geared, like we'll have an early show that is like definitely going to be what we think is good for kids, yeah. um, but not necessarily a kids show you know like not it's not meant for kids but it's good for kids yeah yeah it's it's meant for all ages to enjoy right cool 
Is your son uh, into circus now? Is he? Uh, he's not. He juggled a lot as a kid, and he was pretty good at it. Um, he's like physically adept in lots of ways, so he could do what he wants. But that, you know, that hasn't it's been not his, his thing. Not his thing. He's into climbing a bunch before he graduated. He's living in Seattle now. Gotcha. Um, so yeah. he's he's older than six now. <laughs> Fast is. forward a lot of years. Kids <laughs> age. What? He just turned twenty-one. <laughs> wow, crazy. Okay. Um, anything you want people, anything else you want people to know about the Bellingham Circus Guild or what you do? Um, I would love to encourage people to come check us out. I think that, um, it's a really special thing that we have here. I mean, the Vaudevillingham, the fact that there's an opportunity for people to perform that aren't professional performers, um, that's really special. I have not seen that very many places, um, and that it's, you know, been going strong for so long is a really awesome thing. Um, and so to encourage people to come down to that and also to know that that, that, that show isn't our, is not the same as our curated shows. Um, like that show isn't considered a professional show by our standards, but it's awesome. Um, and then we put on professional shows that, um, you know, are more in that direction. Um, I'd love people to just feel welcome, um, yeah, to be part of that community in whatever way works for them. And it's a really sweet um, sweet and supportive thing that's happening um, and also an opportunity for people to see live art, um, which, you know, is sometimes less and less these days. Cool. So if somebody wanted to get involved or wanted to check out your show times, where would they go? Um, go to our website, bellinghamcircusguild.com, um, and you can learn about us. There's... There'll be information about shows there, information about um, our different events. We have Juggle Club on Mondays at 7 that is free and anybody can come. Um, And there's like people juggle, you know, people that are really good at it and people that are just learning. And then there's also kind of an acrobatic contingent that happens there. Um, People that want to try out partner acrobatics um, can also play around at Juggle Club. Um, Oh, and there's also one on Fridays. I think that's still happening at 7, 7 to 10 and Mondays seven to ten cool. uh yeah and come to one of the vaude villinghams and that's a great place to meet folks and you know just kind of get a sense of the craziness crazy awesomeness um and then yeah i mean that's those are probably the best ways to sort of g- get involved um vaude villingham has all sorts of volunteer opportunities even if you're not interested in performing um yeah and then come to one of the other shows and um see the difference and <laughs> cool yeah. lots of ways to get involved lots of things to see cool well thank you so much for taking the time today yeah thanks for having me i'm i'm looking forward to checking out my first show awesome <laughs> thanks for listening to neighbor to neighbor a community driven conversation highlighting individuals and organizations making an impact in our community neighbor to neighbor is produced by WeQ. Unless specifically stated otherwise, WeQ does not endorse, approve, recommend, or certify any information, product, process, service, or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast, and information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement.